was popping. We are here on this blessed Sunday. This Sunday's actually been so nice. It's <laughs> been so chill. I really like it too. Yeah, like I literally like just laying there the whole day and I literally just got up to do washing and then that was it. And I went back. <laughs> and then got up to do this. I was like, it's just been so nice to just chill and just like binge I was binge binge watching some show called Shit's Shit's Creek. It looks good. You told me about that. I've added it to my list. It sounds it like so a good plot. It was so funny. Like it, if you like Superstore, which I know you do, you were like that. That's what I was thinking. It's giving me that kind of like comedy realness. Yeah. Do you know what I like? I like those comedies that um, don't have a laugh track behind it. As in like that generic laughing. Yeah, you know like Friends that that has a laugh track. I hate that. So I actually like Friends, but I mean like there's some other ones like um. I don't know. I can't even think of an example, but like some of them with their laugh track, it kind of it's like it kind of forces you to laugh. So it's like, mm. yeah. But now I like the sh- the comedies that you have to like get the joke and then you laugh like to yourself. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean because uh, you're right. The laughter, like laughter, kind of instructs you where to laugh. Whereas you can find different things funny in these shows because they're not telling you when you should be laughing. Basically. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and in general, I just love comedies. That's like what I do. That's mostly what I watch. So. Yeah, it's been a nice Sunday. How's your Sunday been? Yeah, same. It's been chill, to be honest. I've, I'm not been mad at it. It's raining outside, and I'm inside, so I'm always happy with that. I'm not wet. Oh, that's that storm, Eunice. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just causing chaos. Um, it was really windy, though, to be fair, but yeah. Apparently, it did announced another storm storm franklin or something like that yeah they've gone to f now so i'm just like oh, okay so it's getting a bit peak we'll see what happens the next couple of days maybe i'll have to go into work is that what you think yes because <laughs> low-key if the trains are cancelled then well oh well do you, know what, do you know what's funny about the storm like in brighton obviously it's a seaside town and then there's there's some like bars and stuff on the actual seafront and there was mm. some video going around of like the because of the storm the sea was like crashing into the, sh- the, the um the bars on the seafront mm. so i was thinking like whoever works there i can have a, a day off for like days now which is yeah, so they nice. will, which is nice for them i hope they still get paid for it though yeah they should they should because it's yeah, not that not that far, exactly. yeah so welcome to the rated podcast everyone this is the podcast where we speak all things music all things popular culture and i am olivade and i'm carl cnn and today we're going to give you another hot, hot topics episode. There's actually been a lot going on this whole month of February. Like our list is actually long. <laughs> Very busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the first topic I want to just, like discuss was Nick Cannon and his eighth child. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know the story behind Nick Cannon and him having all these children. Have you heard about it? I feel like you told me, but I've completely forgotten his but reasoning. He, he he's ill with something. He has lup- lupus. I don't yeah, know he's got lupus. Lupus. Yeah. So basically, he wants to have as many children. He said himself, he wants to have as many children as he can. And each of these children are with like different women. So some mm. people find it a bit controversial because you know it's, he's like spreading his seed around like <laughs> <laughs> to multiple women. Um, but then some people are like they get it because obviously he's sick and he wants to like continue his legacy. But like, what do you think about it? Do you think it's like? ethical to be having all these children of all these different women that's the thing like it's a bit mad um and it just reminds me of like the fact that men can actually produce many kids at the same time whereas women obviously can only carry a few at a time so i mean i don't know he seems to be present in the children's lives and the family lives but i just wonder if they're all like in the same town somewhere like if you put them all in one place so that it's easy or like in the same apartment building so that they're easy to like get to so once he's gone from apartment 1a he can just go to 2b to go and see the other woman so yeah i'm not really mad at him having loads of different kids out i mean like that but as long as he's able to be provide for them which i'm sure he is because he's um, i'm sure he's a millionaire so that's my main thing when people have kids with loads of different people. As long as you can provide, then yeah, do your thing at this point. Yeah. What do you think, though? I agree, but I just think that, that there has to be a limit. Like, he has to stop at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be here and having, like, 20 kids. And obviously, he was, he's ill, so he might leave us um, eventually, which is obviously God forbid. But it, just, it might be sad on the kids, you know, to lose their father at a young age. That's a good so, point as well. I think his therapist said that he should stop. Um, and basically just just take the time to just chill, chill out. I think something along the lines of that. So I think there's the last baby, has it been born yet? Or is it still in the womb? No, I think she's pregnant. She's pregnant now. So I think now he's like relaxing. He's going to stop like just producing massively. And 
up of the advice of his therapist. So yeah, it's just a bit. Um, and didn't um one of his children die? Yeah, I think it. That's another thing as well. It seems comes across a bit insensitive because one of his kids just died, and he's obviously then reproducing another baby with another woman, and then that mother obviously is probably feeling a bit away. Yeah. Um, but I think he spoke about this on his TV show, if I'm not mistaken. And I thought one thing about Nick Cannon, he's quite. I say he's like quite self-aware, which is important. So he's aware of like how that might have made the mother feel, because obviously that's difficult to see your somebody that you made a baby with also just making a baby straight after you just lost your child. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, just a bit, a bit insensitive, just a little bit. Is he still in like Mariah's kids' lives? Yeah, I believe so. I'm sure he is. I haven't seen him for, with them for a while, but just because I haven't, I guess I'm just assuming that he still is. I feel like Mariah would say something if they were if he wasn't. Yeah. But he seems quite present in all the children's lives. I haven't seen any of the women complain as of yet. No, he hasn't got a bad rep, which is good. Yeah. Well, as long as he keeps that up and he's, like you said, as long as he still provides and stuff, then, you know, there's not really a big issue. But like I said, I think he should, there should be a limit, you know. It's true. Hopefully eight is his, like, magic number because I think he's, it's quite a good number to be fair. And I understand, like, wanting to, you know, continue your legacy. He's going to have a lot of, like, canons around now eight kids is a lot so like mm-hmm. he's, yeah. you know you, you can stop now <laughs> i think basically it's yeah. okay it's all right nick yeah. it's okay yeah but i'm um, speaking of babies bag your riri is pregnant and having a baby yep 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 i had never thought i'd see this day i just didn't think i just didn't see her as a person to have kids for some reason because she always just seemed like that independent woman and like like about her business and stuff but i mean i'm happy that she's pregnant and i know me too. I saw a clip of her like years ago and she basically said that she wants to, you know, establish herself in, and I think she said basically she wants to be a billionaire basically before she has babies and starts a family and I was just thinking how she spoke that into existence because now she's a billionaire and so now she feels, <laughs> yeah, now she can start her family which is nice. So I'm happy for her and also it's her birthday today so happy yeah. birthday Rihanna. I mean we both did. It won't be her birthday, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy. And she's she's honestly carrying this pregnancy so well. Like, she's actually making it fashion, which most people don't do. Um, people are saying that um, she's, like, reinventing, like, being pregnant and stuff. So I, yeah, I'm glad she's that, making it look cool, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm glad that she's, like, being herself as well. Because obviously she's, like, the fa- like, people look to her as, like, the fashion mogul. So yeah, I'm glad that she's, like, tying in her pregnancy with that. So it's, like, she's still on brand, basically. <laughs> Basically, um, and I feel like people have been laughing though because they said that her baby, her baby, must be cold because she's <laughs> quite revealing. Because <laughs> she keeps doing those parties, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not mad at it though because it's just like no. you know, dress how you want, and I feel like it must be free though because when you're wearing tighter clothing and covering up, I feel like that's quite restrictive, especially if your belly's growing outwards. So. Yeah. Her wearing things that exposes her belly, essentially, to me, it's, like, probably more comfortable because it's just out instead of being, you know, stuck in a jumper dress or something. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how far she's gone, like, along she is. Because, obviously, she she announced it quite late. Yeah. So Definitely more than, like, three months um, just because of, like, people always want to wait the first trimester before they announce. Announce Yeah. So, I wouldn't say more than, like, six, to be honest, but... Yeah, and I'm, and I'm sorry, another thing, the Drake and Chris Brown memes were no, the memes are so wild. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Drake's actually upset, though? Um, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, he's got his own kid elsewhere. And, like, I think the thing with people... I remember hearing other bloggers and stuff speaking about the situation, and, like, one of them said something that maybe was profound to me, and she was, like, that he wasn't really serious with her. And they I think he wanted... Serious. Yeah, I don't. I think he wants. She wanted like some sort of serious commitment, and obviously, being a woman and earning so much money, I think it's only there's a certain caliber of men that probably she probably would have dated. Like she was dating the billionaire Arab man at one point, in it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I guess some people might consider ASAP um, a downgrade, though, in terms of like wealth and money. But yeah, they seem happy though. So that's yeah, cool. which is the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, I'm happy for her, and I hope that the pregnancy goes well. And me too. Um, did you see that she like said basically on, on an interview that being pregnant is not going to make her stop making music? So that kind of got me hyped because I feel like maybe there's music coming. Maybe she recorded music before. Yeah, but like, well, then it just makes 
But then, you know, when people are pregnant, it's a bit difficult to, like, you know, shoot videos and everything becomes a bit more effort. So, yeah. if Unless you did really record them before. That's a good point. If she did record everything before and videos and stuff before, then that would be great. But I don't know. Well, she works hard anyway, so I feel like she's someone like her and like Beyonce are people that would prepare in advance. So if they were like pregnant, they would make sure they recorded all the videos and stuff. But remember that I think a few months ago there was a a picture of her on a set of a video. I think it was ASAP's video. video. It was in New York and she was wearing a coat, I think. So maybe maybe she did record them in advance. Probably then, yeah. I would like to think so, because I think she's quite forward-thinking, so she'll probably think, yeah, I want to enjoy my pregnancy, so let me film six music videos and then just do whatever, you know? And she wouldn't need to really promote. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like a nice number, okay. (laughs) I reckon she recorded, like, two, and that was it. (laughs) Two videos? Yeah. Oh, fair. But yeah, hopefully that she does drop some music. I think if, if she does drop music, it'll probably be in the fourth quarter, so it's gonna be a while yet. Yeah, and by then I'm sure she would have dropped the baby anyway. Dropped the baby in. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> like the albums where you've given birth. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> but um, so on not so happy news. This whole Kanye and Kim divorce drama dilemma um situation, whatever you want to call it, is just beginning to like really, really heat up. And there's a lot of views about like. Kanye sharing too much and Kanye doing too much and I mean I think he really is doing too much like he's sharing so much of their private life on um, social media and it seems like Kim is not even really like doing anything back like as much as he is if that makes sense like she seems to be like o- like literally over it but he's like one minute she one, one minute he wants her back one minute he's like dragging her one minute he's like threatening um, Pete it's just like what's going on <laughs> and I, I literally don't understand why it's so messy like like what happened i just don't get it yeah i think kanye um has mental health problems and i believe that sometimes he has moments where he's very um expressive erratic. what did you say erratic Era- yeah that probably is a better word to use to be honest um let's say erratic and expressive so i thought like this is one of those times because then you know sometimes he just has moments he's just randomly tweeting stuff and like it's often quite I don't know, it's not well, aggressive, yeah, it can be aggressive to some degree. But at the same time, I feel like it's a bit weird because obviously I feel like he wants his wife back, but then he's tweeting out all these things. And obviously, like, the things he's tweeting and the personal conversations are not going to want attract her back to him. She's going to be, you know, further annoyed by him posting. Yeah, and I even saw one conversation where she was like, why do you keep posting our private conversations? Yeah, I would be annoyed yeah. at, at that too, to be honest. Like, yeah, you can say what you want, but don't, like, screenshot our conversations. That's meant to be private. And yeah. if you really want me back, then fight for me, like, in private. You don't need to, you know. And be, <laughs> so you know how he bought a house, like, literally next to Kim? Yeah. People have said, <laughs> that's actually wild. People have said, oh, yeah, because he's got kids and whatever. But, like, even still, he could have got a house, like, 20 minutes away. Or I'm sure they have drivers and chauffeurs and stuff, like, to, sh- to like, drive the kids to and from. Like, you don't yeah. need to get a house, like, right opposite her. I think that's a bit too, like, that's a bit too far, I think. It comes across, like, a bit stalkerish, even though they're married, technically, still. But, yeah, it, it's a bit excessive and maybe scary for her. And some people are saying that it come, it's actually abuse, what he's doing to her. But I think, because of Kanye, everyone just kind of finds it funny. Whereas, it's not funny though. Yeah, I don't think it's like too amusing. Um, I don't know. I hope they were they able to resolve their differences, whatever they may be, offline, and whether that requires court or not. Um, I do understand what he's saying about the kids though. I do think that he's got a point with the kids because obviously North was on TikTok um once and she was running through the house, and obviously like as a child you're not thinking oh I, I shouldn't be showing people this and this like they don't need to see the inside of my house and what we've got and all these kind of different other things. I know they've got, probably got mad security, so that's fine. But, yeah, some things need to be governed a bit more. So, like, the social media use of children under the age of 10, definitely. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like North is... She just seems so unruly. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit of a smack. That's <laughs> a bit of discipline. That's a bit of a pattern to Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do agree, like, obviously. But, I just, again, I just don't think he should have, like, brought the whole thing to like social media so it just see basically you're trying to paint Kim out to be the bad guy but then but then it's like 
you're he's coming across as the the bad guy kind of but mm-hmm. then obviously like you said people are kind of brushing it off more so than they would with another celeb because it's Kanye so yeah and also there's one time I think he like threatened Pete Davidson in a song as well yeah. yeah I can't remember what he said but I mean I think that's just too far like you know I know you're, you're still married they're basically technically still married so I guess it's yeah. hard but I mean he was with someone as well so it's like you can't really be mad at it you know I'm gonna lie though these Hollywood relationships are all fake because I'm just certain that Pete and Nick Kit and but say Nikki Pete and Kim are like a publicity stunt thing PR yeah. and even Julia and Kanye she was clearly using him for clout because and he was using him as a yeah mess. I don't even know who she was but she was like some D-list E-list F-list celebrity um, yeah. according to my knowledge and then this has obviously like elevated her to a, like a different level now people are speaking about her so she's probably going to be able to get books more and I think she's an, yeah she's a naturalist so she'll probably get more roles and more interest in her life now Whereas I'm sure she was broken suffering before and probably just signed up to be his part-time girlfriend just for the look. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just, yeah I'm not really here for the fake relationships. Yeah. But just let them deal with their stuff offline anyway. I think it's better than... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I'm just tired of seeing it every single day. It's just like, oh my it's God. Every day in it, wake up and you see different a different text message and different yeah. capital. He writes his messages in caps a lot on Instagram as well. So I'm just seeing that, that he's shouting. He wants so, to shout, yeah, basically. It's okay to rest, Kanye. It's all right. Please rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess speaking of the bad guy as well, you made me think of that when you said that. You made me think of Nicki Minaj when you said that. Because she always used to say, they need me to be the bad guy, or whatever she used to say. Are you on Chun Lee? Yeah. But she's yeah. back with her new song. She's back, baby. Oh. So she came with, do we have a problem with your baby? And Bussin, I think they were released like within two weeks of each other. So one was released on one Friday, and then um, Bussin was released another Friday. And do we have a problem? Be... Sorry, she said it's going to be. I think she said something about it's going to be Pink Friday when all the upcoming Fridays. But uh, she didn't really keep to it because she didn't release anything on the last, last Friday. Friday. So, yeah, yeah I'm saying it. Yeah, that was her comment. I guess her little way of introducing like the songs on the Fridays that were released, which was interesting. But yeah, do we have a problem charted really well? It was number two on the Billboard 100 charts. And I saw an article in Forbes that said that she had outsold the top seven songs in the Hot 100. So I believe because of the sales, they racked up to like 200k for just for the single alone, which is quite impressive for a single, which means that she'll be, it'll be gold very, very soon, basically. Yeah. I mean, I like the song. I like um, Bussing better than Do We Have a Problem, I think. Oh, do you? Yeah. I mean, I've, I do, do we have a problem growing on me? Um, yeah. I was listening to someone, I think it was Zach Campbell, uh, he was saying that um, he's he's here for, like, Gangster Nikki because, obviously, that's the kind of era that she wants to go into now, but he, he mm. kind of misses Pop Nikki a little bit. And I kind of agree. I, I miss, like... Um, Obviously, I'm not talking about Starships, Nikki, you know. <laughs> Please be clear, very clear. <laughs> be very clear. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, maybe, like, Anaconda, Nikki, or, like, um, like Truffle Butter and um, songs, songs like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm here for it. I just hope that, look, every single song is not in the same sort of lane, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because it will kind of get teed. I'm, I mean, I'm here for, like, I, I love when Nikki, like, drops bars and, like, raps, like, proper raps. But I also like I also like the the odd like pop pop song basically because I think she has actually a really good pop star so yeah. yeah I hope she like gives us diversity but yeah I'm here for the songs to be honest yeah like I said I yeah. think I like sing better but you like do you have a problem better yeah I think you know what's weird as well because like, obviously you said to me as well I like, you probably you thought I would like busting better and I actually thought I was going to from the clip I heard but for some reason I prefer do you have a problem for now anyway but that probably will change the more I hear busting I haven't listened to it as much I think. But um, the good thing about Nicki Minaj is she's quite diverse, as you know. Like, so you can pretty much do any genre. So if this album's going to be like her first or second, or no, sorry, Pink Friday, Pink Friday, the no, sorry, Pink Friday, not Pink Friday. Oh my god, the Pink Prince. Good lord, was that the third album? <laughs> that was such a struggle. <laughs> it's Pink the, third <laughs> the third album. Good lord, have mercy. Yes, that one and Pink Friday were both like really diverse in terms of like the sound. So that had like rap like R&B, like pop, rock, anything you can kind of think of, um, they incorporated it really, really well. So I think if she goes into that kind of style, uh, it will be really good. Um, Roman Reloaded is not my favourite, but then obviously 
the masses love Pop Nikki. So as long as she just does everything for everybody, because I think Do We Have a Problem is real, like, hard rap, like, bars and stuff, which is great for people that like that kind of thing. And then Bustin' is a bit more, like, mainstream sounding, like, club banger. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah. It'll be good. The problem with Bustin' is that it's, like, I think it's, like, so it's, like, two minutes something, but then... So it ends up it ends up being like one minute fifty eight or something like that because yeah. at the end so it's like it's really short it's like a bit it too is. short to be a song but, yeah but then you know in terms of streaming man, that can be benef- a benefit because I think shorter shorter songs are easier to stream obviously so like that can work in her favor essentially too but um yeah it's quite short I'm not really used to that from her but I think it's just because it's one of those songs it's not supposed to be like a a long pop of thing it's just one of those fun things she's releasing just to excite people about her. Yeah. And she, when she was on live, um, one fan asked her, like, well, I think he was like, Oh, where is there a video for busting? And she, she was like, Don't worry about that, child. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that there's no video. <laughs> I can tell you that she filmed that little bit she's got on YouTube. Um, that was at the end of Do You Have a Problem for Busting or whatever the little clip was. She probably they paused her in the middle of Do We Have a Problem video shoot yes. and said, Okay, this is going to be you doing busting. Go. And then she just wrapped, <laughs> and that was it. So that's all you're getting, guys, I guess. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, also, she... Oh, actually, did you know that she has, like, some sort of drama with, like, Normani... Um, who else was it? Someone else. Megan Thee Stallion. Apparently, like, they don't like each other or something. That's what the internet's trying to tell me. But I don't know if her and Normani have a problem. Do we like... have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> like, do we have a problem for real? Like, do they have an issue? Because, to my knowledge, yeah, I know that her and, and Megan... I think the Megan thing is a bit more apparent because I think Megan unfollowed loads of people on Instagram yeah. and Nikki was one of them. And then Nikki like reevaluated her following one time like a couple months ago and I realised she unfollowed Megan in that as well. And I maybe I feel like she felt like Megan used her in terms of like the Hot Girl Summer song. Because obviously the, at the time, that was her biggest hit, Megan's biggest hit. And I think the co-sign Nikki gave her provided her with like you know, people were like, oh, okay, Nikki worked with her, so, you know, I'm going to work, I can work with her too. Like, Beyonce worked with her, like, not too long after that. So it gave her, like, a, you know, a foot in the door, essentially. I think when Nicki Minaj stamps, co-signs somebody and stamps them as, like, you know, cool, then other people are like, okay, cool, then I can work with them now, kind of thing. So I think Nikki's probably a bit annoyed about that. I don't really blame her, but it's, it was a business move, so, you know. Yeah, and, and the Normani thing I'm not sure about, because apparently they unfollowed each other as well. Really? But, yeah, but I remember, like, um, like some some award show, uh, I think some I think Kevin Hart maybe I can't remember. Someone made a joke about no money, and then Nikki was like, "Don't don't come for no money. She's that bitch." Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of surprised that they have some sort of beef, but I mean, it might just be like hearsay in the streets. But yeah, I, I hope mean, it's hearsay because they have a good relationship. As you said, like Nikki defend has always defended her when Nikki had Queen Radio. No money was on there. Nikki's always been an advocate of no money. She always called her a bad bee. Like, she's always supported her. But I think what it is, is that... I don't know, anyway, I'm mean, not speaking for Nikki, I don't really know. Um, But if there is an issue, I mean, Nomani is close to Cardi B. Um, She's also close to Megan Thee Stallion. And these are people that Nikki doesn't necessarily associate with. So if there was a problem, I don't know, it could be something to do with that. But um, you can be friends with different people and not let it affect your relationship with another person that they may not get along with, necessarily. But I was, you know. I was also going to say... <clears throat> Just because, um, like, these girls are in the same industry, that doesn't mean they'd have to like each other. Like, mm. I think people automatically assume that in the music industry, like, everyone loves each other or everyone mm. loves each other. Like, just because they make a song together doesn't mean necessarily mean that they like each other. So That's it. Yeah. You just need to, it's like, true. Like, it's a business, mind. isn't it? Yeah, it's a business, yeah. And it's, it's, business. The same, it's the same thing as, like, you not liking someone at your, your workplace. It's or true. Not liking a colleague or whatever. You don't have to get along with everyone. So. You have to do your job. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, though, sorry, last thing on this, like, the City Girls, um, so, had, I wouldn't say issues with Nicki Minaj, but they used to tweet about her negatively, and in interviews, I think, when, like, Young Miami was, Young Miami was asked about her, and about the Cardi and Nicki thing, she said she wants to stay away from the topic of conversation, and that she's Team Cardi, and then fast forward, like, how many years later now, I think the City Girls were like, they want to work with Nicki Minaj, they want to work with Nicki Minaj, and it kind of just looked a bit, somehow, because it was like, they picked a side, um, in the Nikki and Cardi thing, literally, and it seemed to have like somewhat backfired on them because I don't really feel like they're really that close with Cardi B anymore. And then now it's like, oh, they want to like jump on the Nikki side. And 
I think Nikki peeped that. So they, when she was doing her run of promo and radio shows, they asked her about the City Girls and Beef and collaborations. And she said she would have wanted to collaborate on one of those songs that she, they had released that was popping, which would have been interesting. Probably It probably would would have been acted up, to be honest. Um, but then she saw things they were saying about her and heard things and whatever, whatever. But now they've spoken and resolved all issues. So That's good to hear. Yeah. So maybe so, they'll have a little collab in the works. Who knows? I hope so. I don't know what it will sound like, though. I can't lie. No. Yeah, I can't imagine the Nicki on the City Girls song, to be honest. Or vice versa. Or vice versa, yeah. Weird. I think they would have to get the young, young man would have to really step up her game, I think, in terms of her rapping performance. Yeah, because right now it's not really, not really bad. <laughs> just small, small, just, you know, just. Yeah. yeah just I do like JT, though. JT, I, I think she has actually talent. <laughs> Let's safety move on. <laughs> Loki, though, she was the one that wanted to be the rapper in the group. I don't think Young Miami actually wanted to be a rapper. JT was just like, can you just join me in this group, please, basically. Okay, that's fair So enough. she wasn't passionate about it in the beginning anyway. I mean, I d- we just need her to find the beat, and I think she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not find the beat. <laughs> She's always rapping off the beat. Looking for the beat. <laughs> the beat is literally here, and she's there. <laughs> <laughs> That style of rap has become really popular now, but I just can't get with it. I can't lie. <laughs> I like City Girls, though, but, yeah, a lot of rappers just can't rap on beat, and it sounds really... Like, Blueface doesn't do that. Oh, Remy Ma can't rap on beat either, I'm sorry. I don't want to lie. Remy Ma? I don't even like Remy Ma's flow, to be honest. Yeah, it's not the clean cleanest. It's quite messy. She's not really on beat either. Like, I've tried yeah. to listen to her music, and it's a bit all over the place, too, so... It's yeah. very, very aggressive as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, speaking of drama, but obviously this is more drama. India Ari is pulling, well, she pulled her music from Spotify because of the whole Joe Rogan drama and Joe Rogan's, um, let's just say, very, very untasteful comments mm. over the years. I mean, literally over the years, like there's, there's a compilation of, so actually, let me just... If you guys don't know, Jorgen has, like, been caught out for, like, saying, like, racist remarks for, on his, um, on his, referring to black people as, um, what's it called? Planet, he said Planet of the Apes, I think. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. And he's, there's actually a compilation of all the times he said the N-word on his podcast throughout the years. And it's very, very, <laughs> it's very, very shocking. Um, so yeah, Indiara pulls India India Ari pulls her music from Spotify because basically Spotify came out and said that they're not going to punish Joe because they don't think that's the right move. To they, they don't think silencing silencing him is the right move, and um, I feel like that's just because he's a white man, <laughs> and obviously, obviously people, everyone knows that Joe Rogan has. I think he has like a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. Yeah, he's he's like the most paid Spotify podcaster, I think. Um, and I just think that the fact that Spotify didn't like refuse to do anything about it or refuse to even acknowledge it, well, they did did acknowledge it, but to to not do anything about it or not not punish him in any sort of way is kind of like just a kick in the face to everyone. It's just like you would rather just have um this white man like make racist comments or racist remarks, um, and just still have him like. And still pay him basically. I just think it's just so disgusting. But, yeah, um, I think it's one of those weird things because I respect India for um having integrity and wanting to pull her stuff from Spotify. <clears throat> I also understand like Spotify's thing because they're thinking he makes us well, he gets a lot of streams for us, and you know we can advertise through him and get money for it and whatever. So they're thinking of it from a money perspective. But one thing that India said that stood out to me was that she was talking about like how um, she spoke to Spotify and they basically confirmed that a lot of their revenue comes from black artists too. And so that makes it a bit more of a slap in the face because it's like this, you have this man on this platform and he's used the N-word in over like 70 clips apparently. So it's like over 70 episodes or whatever of him saying the N-word and saying derogatory things. And I guess people are probably aware of it, but it's only now that when uh, India highlighted it that it became a thing because um, I know he's been speaking, he's quite, he's quite controversial, so he's been speaking about that vaccine mandates and COVID-19 and stuff quite a lot. So I've seen his podcast because of things like that. 
But yeah, it is a bit of a slap in the face, to be honest. I kind of, I guess it from a business point of view, but at the same time, I feel like he should have been reprimanded a bit more. Like he could have been punished. They could have like at least suspended. Yeah, at least suspended. suspended. Yeah. Do you know why? Sorry. Do you know why I say that? Because um, what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg was just suspended from the View for saying Whoopi. some comments about the Holocaust. So she was suspended like straight away. But he he wasn't even given anything. Like not even a slap. Yeah. Like come on, that's just actually like so so crazy to me. Yeah, it's a bit peak because I think um like. We kind of it's like sometimes black people are held to a different standard, which is like unfair sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it's like you you if you do this one thing, you will be punished and you will have to apologize and you will not be able to do this and this and this. And then like people like Joe are able to kind of just get off scot free from doing things. And also just you know they always give them half hearted apologies. Like oh, I'm so sorry that I offended the people and like <laughs> I didn't mean to be offensive with my words. And it's just like you only say this because people have called you out. But if you're genuinely apologetic about something. You would apologize on your own accord once you realize, like, oh, hey, I shouldn't probably be saying this word or comparing these people to monkeys. You know what I mean? It takes someone having to pull you up for you to be like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm I'm so over those half-assed apologies. You might as well not say anything. Yeah, I don't have time for it either. They love to send an apology a lot of the time through like a um, you know, notes on like um, iPhone. They'll type mm-hmm. it there and then they'll post it on social media. I'm yeah, basically. Like, no. No. Yeah, but I mean, I'm happy that Indiari is taking a stand and taking off her music from Spotify. It's kind of speaking volumes. At least people, at least people are aware of the issue right yeah. now. Um, but me- people have been complaining about Spotify and their streaming for a long time in terms of like how much artists get paid. Um, Kanye has also like been moaning about it recently. I think he said like the artists only get twelve percent of their streams or something in terms of revenue, and so he's like making his own platform now to release his Donda Two on. Um, but it, I think it will take a lot of artists to combine and work together in order for any sort of change to be made, like for them all to pull their music. Because if like like people like Nicki, Drake, like Kanye, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, Beyonce and all of them pull their music from streaming um, and demand like, more pay and money, then I think it would make a difference. But one person, it doesn't seem like will make much difference. I'm thinking... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, they, I think they definitely need... Spotify needs to sit down and actually, like, sort that pay thing out because it's actually disgusting of how much they get paid. I think it's like, yeah. you said, remember you did the calculations and it was like 0.004 or something like that. Yeah, and, like, if you're not streaming crazily, like, people like Scissor and, like, Summer, and you're probably not going to be earning much money. So independent artists, like, even if you get, like, a million streams, it probably might take them a little while to do. You're probably not seeing that no. money like in yeah. one go you'll get it in like little bits so like 10 pounds here 15 pounds there 20 pounds there and that's not really good for anybody so yeah it's a bit peak i do love spotify though i can't lie so like when she was like oh, yeah, yeah. boycott spotify i was like no 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 i was not going back to apple I, music exactly. i was like i, I stand with you but um, <laughs> right now i'm resting on spotify <laughs> <laughs> well with you but we're we're behind you yes <laughs> literally guys because actually spotify is layer like from, I've tried um I've tried Apple Music and I've tried Deezer and I've tried some a uh, title even as well. Mm. And honestly, Spotify is the best one for me. Like yeah. So I mean, yeah, I need to just hopefully they sort it out, but for now I'm not gonna boycott. <laughs> yeah, Loki, I'm sorry, like I understand. But yeah, I can't either. I'm not going back to Apple Music, I'm sorry, there's no way. I cannot do that to myself. Apple Music I, can... I can't do it. Um <laughs> what is it? What did you say? No, what did you say? Well, you said you said you can't do it. Yeah. What did you say before that? Oh, I can't do Apple Music. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, I can't do it. Nah, not again. Yeah. Um. So, in other news, Wale, he dropped out of Bradley City Festival. And you know, I loved him. It's funny, funny, yeah, because I saw the. Um... What's it called? I saw the lineup. You know the like, the picture of the lineup and it has like the names. Yeah. And his name was so tiny on the thing. <laughs> and I think that's why he was mad. Yeah. <laughs> Loki, he was pissed because um I saw it on Twitter, basically, unfolding on Twitter. Twitter already has everything properly before Instagram. But yeah, um it's in Philly, I think. So he's from Philly, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of felt offended that he wasn't headlining in his own city. Yeah. So that's what I think it came down to. Um, they've re-rectified the situation though so I saw that um, event organisers tweet him and they said like oh you know we can speak about it 
like we don't want you to like pull out kind of thing. And I just checked like the roster now. He's now on the top, and it even says Wally and Friends. I said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> okay, so they they rechanged. Okay, yeah, cool. they changed it. But I appreciate the fact that they spoke to him, and obviously just met his demands, and he probably just felt like you know, like, I get it. You know, if you're if you're a celebrity, you're from I don't know, you're from Lewisham, and there's a festival in Lewisham, and like mm-hmm. you're not at least headlining. You know, that's like where your biggest fans might be from, because it's like people from the area might be like, "Oh my god, he's from my area!" Like you know, he should be able to have a. Spot yeah. I appreciate them for like changing things, so I'm happy that he's happy now. Anyway, yeah, I get it, I get it, but yeah, I'm happy that they actually rectified it, which is nice of a festival to do because they mm-hmm. didn't have to. Yeah, it's pretty nice. <clears throat> um, but moving on to Doja Cat, Planet Her like spent it spent uh, it has spent half a year on the top ten with Billboard two hundreds, which is kind of so amazing. I think it's one point four million sales so far, um, and I think Doja Cat is just doing the damn thing like. You see her everywhere. She's always working. She's actually such a hard worker. And why are you pretending to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you would have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that's an, an impressive feat, though? It is, actually, to be fair. Like, that is mad. I think she's um, definitely very talented and she's breaking a lot of records recently. Yeah. And very hard working. And I know she's tired as well because she's always doing something. So that is an amazing feat. And it kind of just reflects how, you know, when you work hard and put in the work, the, yeah. you will reap the rewards. So yeah. Did you know that on um, Get Into It, yeah? She originally wanted, she asked Nicki Minaj to be on it. Um, yeah, and you can hear it on the song, though, when she yeah. starts rapping Cause like, you, on Massive cause Attack. The, yeah, because at the end, yeah, she's, she does it in a Massive Attack style. And also at the end, she says, thank you, Nicki. Thank you, Nicki. I yeah. love you. Um, and but, but yeah, Nikki like responded to that, and she basically said that she said no because she didn't think she could add anything to the song, which I yeah. think was kind of cute and sweet. Like it wasn't, any, it was not shady or anything. It was just like, oh yeah, I don't think I can like add anything, so you know, I'm not gonna do it. But hopefully they'll, they'll collaborate again at some point. Yeah, and that's a compliment though as well because I think I've heard Nikki say that before. So she said when she turns down songs, it's either because she feels like a lot of the time it's because she doesn't feel like she can add anything to it. So there's been quite a few songs she's turned down over the years because she feels like they already are good enough or okay. she might not like the song that much. But in this case, it was a compliment because it was like, it sounds good enough, like, like, you don't need me on yeah. it. I mean, it was in the style of Nicki anyway. She, she yeah. definitely drew inspiration from her. So it'll be like, you don't want it to be too much. Yeah, and I, like can, I can understand that. So, But yeah, I'm so happy that Doja's really like thriving. Like she's blown up so much in the space of a year that it's actually so crazy mm, proper, like, <laughs> like, I just remember her like um, Bitch I'm a Cow song Ooh. and then I remember thinking what the <laughs> hell is this and then now she I feel like that was a deliberate marketing ploy to get people to talk about her and then yeah. she just kind of came out with like serious music after that well serious-ish <laughs> <laughs> serious-ish yeah <laughs> yeah true but she cancelled her Brit performance which was sad. When you told me, I was like, oh, I would have liked to see her perform, like, at the Brits. I think it would have been, been good. She's definitely good at performing. All the performances I see of her songs are always different as well. I think she's tired, though, because um, my sister was meant to see her um, at some festival. She was meant to headline the festival, at Leeds Festival, I think it was. Mm. And she dropped out of that as well. And she was so upset because my sister's, mm. like, the biggest yeah, fan. Yeah, she loves her. So, um, yeah, she's dropped out of, of a few. So I think she, like she said, I think she's just really tired. Yeah, and, and obviously... Surprised. She'd have to come to the UK and she's probably just thinking that dead country with its wind allow it. So <laughs> not the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Um speaking of the Brits, they merged the pop and R and B award and there was a bit of controversy around that because obviously pop and R and B are like two different categories and Yeah, it's kind of weird to blend that. It's like mi- mixing like I don't know, rap and rock together. I mean, that was random. That would be random as heck. Or like gospel and like country. It's just, it just doesn't seem like it, you know. You can have a pop and R&B song, but an award was weird. And the category was like just full of... It just didn't make sense to me. And then it's just like, you'll even get a pop artist winning or an R&B artist. So why can't you just have separate categories? Um, I know, it's weird. And also, but that goes back to... Like back in the day, um, Rihanna, and, Rihanna and Beyonce... Well, not well, I guess. Well, yeah, Rihanna and Beyonce used to be put in the R and B categories, like on yeah. the Grammy for their pop songs, and it was just like just, just because they're black. Because they're black. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's really weird, but um, I don't think pop and R and B they're just completely different. 
Yeah, it's not the same genre at all. Weird. I didn't. You just have, like you said, you have, you end up having artists winning an award for like a song that doesn't really necessarily scream R and B. Yeah, and Dua Lipa won. So Dua Lipa won the award. Um, and um, she was like in LA or something, preparing for a tour. So she did like sent like a video message, and I was just thinking, oh, okay, well, well done. But I don't really classify her music as R and B. No, it's pop. It's definitely it's pop. pop. Yeah. So. Was it for levitating? Um, I think it probably was. Yeah, I don't remember. Because yeah. speaking of levitating, that's it's now become the second um, longest running Hot Hundred hit, um, and it surpassed Adele. Because it's been on the Hot One Hundred for a uh, top ten of Hot One Hundred for sixty six weeks, which is actually so crazy. <laughs> One song, you know. And can you, why, why is he finishing? <laughs> Sorry, that is amazing. You know, I'm really proud I'm of her. Also, what I like, I, lo- I like Julie, but I'm also I'm automatically just like proud of people when they come from the UK. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel you. Just because, like, I just feel like UK artists are just not given the respect by Americans at all. They don't rate us or respect us. No, they don't at all. Apart unless you're like the Beatles or something. Yeah, um, or like Adele. Or Adele, yeah. yeah. But it's nice to see someone else like popping on the charts. It's um, true. That's a good point, you know. Because I really, like, I feel like once an artist, obviously you can be successful in the UK, but when you're successful in America, it just takes you to like a wider range of success because obviously America is like massive. So you're like on the next level of success. So people like Adele and Dua Lipa and like Spice Girls and other people that are able to like kind of conquer America from the UK to be proud of themselves because it's not easy. It's really not. And also, and also to be like, big in the uk and america at the same time like mm. your, your songs are charting on both charts which is just amazing to me exactly so i'm automatically proud i'm proud of Jua, Jua Lipa and her her meme dance <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny i mean you don't really care do you Pretty one way has the song I pressure do <laughs> <laughs> i do care i do care Free runway, one way. Free runway has a new song called Pressure. Yeah, and it's not that good. You don't think so? I mean, I think she has better songs. It didn't really take me there. I, th- I was waiting for the beat to drop, and it didn't. And yeah, I mean, I'm a, the biggest Free Runway fan. And yeah, I think she could be yeah, like a lot huger than she she actually is. Um, she's so talented, and she she really um she really um. What's the word? She's kind of like different, to, to, like a different artist to come out of the UK for like a long time. Like mm. she like raps and sings, and she, and she does her videos are always amazing. Like she puts her effort into it, so I think she yeah. works. Really, so I definitely think she should be bigger than she is. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like Pressure as much as I liked her other songs. But um, I'm glad that she's dropping new music and stuff. And I hope I really hope that she gets the recognition that she deserves. Yeah, I agree. Um, I found out that her name is Runway because she, um. She basically said that she feels that the music, kind of music she makes, can be put on the runway. So that's why her name is Brie Runway. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and then she's, as you said, she's a good um, performer. She's like to me, she's quite a diverse performer, and I think she reminds me of like a black Lady Gaga. If I would compare her to anybody, I think in terms of like, her style and aesthetic. It's funny that you said that because. She did an interview with the Receipts podcast ages ago. I think it's like a few years ago. Mm. And she said exactly the same thing. She was like, my inspiration is Lady Gaga. I'll swear down. Yeah. She said oh. that she, she wants to be like, um, like out of the box like Lady Gaga was. Mm. So, and like, it's funny that you said that because, yeah. That's I, you know, I had that interview before. So, yeah. But yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so what you said about being a black Lady Gaga is like very fitting because that's yeah. what she wanted to be. So, it's kind of cool that it's coming across. Yeah, it's working then because <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, speaking of black artists or black females who are not doing so well, oh. <laughs> I guess okay. Let me not say that. So it's been, <laughs> so it's been like two hundred plus days, which is like six months. Six months is my maths correct? I'm bad at maths. Anyway, two hundred plus days since she dropped Wild Side. Yeah. Um. No money. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't even say no money. Yeah, no money. We're talking about no money here. So Wildside came out in, I think it was August. Do, do, do. <laughs> you love that. 
<laughs> I think it was August too. And we've spoken about this before, but um, this gap between songs is honestly, it's just not doing any benefit. It's not, it's not giving her any benefits because people are getting, because I remember she said something on Twitter like, oh yeah, new music's coming or something like that. And then there's the comments were so funny. <laughs> the comments was like, oh yeah, I can't wait for her to drop a new single and then like disappear for another six months. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. So I just think this gap just needs to stop. Like it's really dying down the buzz because obviously her video music videos are amazing. Her songs and Wildside actually grew on me. I didn't really like it at the beginning, mm. um, but it grew on me. I like it now. But it's just like I can't get. It's like, it's like we can't invest into her if she's not going to give us like consistent content. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just I don't know, I don't know if it's her or if it's the label, but I just think we need to sort it out. Otherwise, the interest is just going to go all the way down. And it's a, sh- it's a shame because she's so talented. Yeah, I agree. I think um, consistency is definitely key to like a lot of things. And you've got to be consistent and just have solid dates for stuff and just plan ahead and be forward thinking. So her songs are successful. She's had like a string of successful songs, like the one with Sam Smith, the one with Khalid, uh, Motivation, that like one Platinum, um, Wild Side. You know what I mean? So it has been pl- is platinum as well and tried at the number 14. So she's done well, but then it's like they're quite sporadic in terms of the times that she's released them. And so, as you said, people are a bit like, what's going on? Um, I don't know what it is. I think that she's really a perfectionist and really fearful of like being critiqued. And I think that comes down to also like the fact that when she was in the group that she was always being harassed by um, Camila Cabello, or whatever her name is, um, fans. <laughs> and so I think she's got like a bit of a I don't know what to call it but she's like got a you know her guard up when it comes to certain things so even of her music I feel like she's critical and scared that to put it out so frequently because she might feel that people will cuss her but I think that people just want to hear consistency from her and she should allow herself to just put her music out and the fans will do the rest for her to be honest so exactly and it it does seem like um I'll say RCA are actually behind her because they do put a lot of budget into her music videos and stuff Oh, that she paid for the Wild Side video by herself, bro. Oh, sorry. I didn't even know that. Okay, so not us here. Let me scratch that. (laughs) 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 She put money towards it herself. And I feel like they said it was like a million dollars. And I was just like, did she really pay a million dollars for her music video? Because I remember Sierra was complaining about that way, way back in the day. But hers was 100,000 for Give Me That. But if this was a million, hey, Jesus, Lord. One million? I mean, okay. That's kind of if it was a million, then that's kind of sad because it's like a million um, dollars out of your own money, and the song. I mean, it did kind of well, but not, not amazingly. So yeah, I mean, it at least sold a million records, so maybe she might get that back. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm, 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 happy. I'm hoping that she like fixes this problem because I just think it's just going to go into the wrong direction. It, it, it already is going in the wrong direction, so yeah. Mm. That's true. Moving on to her friend. Ah. Ooh. E. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion um, has expressed her interest in collaborating with Adele Atkins and Robin Rihanna Fenty. So, the, the collab with Adele, you know what? What I'll say about Megan is she's an opportunist. <laughs> <laughs> So she seen like that water under the bridge collab like on um TikTok has like blown up. So she was like, Oh yeah, you know what? <laughs> Let me get my coins. <laughs> <laughs> <Low-key, yeah. laughs> let me let me collaborate with Adele. I cannot imagine the day that that actually happens. <laughs> um but I do think that her collaborating with Rihanna could be kind of cool. And she obviously did one with Beyonce, which is which I actually loved the Savage remix. I think I liked it better than the actual original. Yeah, it added a bit of flair having Beyonce on it. Because yeah, I was a bit okay. naked without her on it. Yeah. Back. yeah. But um, I definitely think that she should collaborate with more female artists. Um, because on her album, she only collaborated with males, I think. Yeah, there was, like, this, there was a song with the City Girls. Yeah. And then there was the one with the Scissor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was then, yeah. And then she works well with the baby, but I don't think they're really friends at the moment. So, yeah. But... Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I do think that she she should um look into collaborating with more females, and it, I think it would work. So, yeah, I agree. Why not? I don't know, like how 
frequent, not frequently, but how soon Adele Adele doesn't really collaborate with anybody. No, so... she. I can't. No wait. Honestly, I don't think she's ever had a collaboration. I mean, about. yeah, it doesn't seem like she has. I can't. I mean, I don't listen to her music like that, so you'll probably be best to know. But I don't recall anything saying featuring Adele or Adele <laughs> featuring anybody. To be honest, her type of music doesn't really call for collaboration. Yeah. So I think it would more so be like not Adele featuring Megan, but Megan featuring Adele. It would be. But I can't imagine Adele singing anything that Megan's rapping along to. It'd have to be like a church song. But it actually works with Water Under the Bridge. That's actually a bop. <laughs> yeah. They, to be fair, they did merge the rap as well at one point. You know, from, yeah. Um, was it Body? Body, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it did actually sound all right. I just feel like the themes would be weird. So she'd have to like write not about her pussy and stuff. Um, yeah. But I mean, Adele's a bit wild these days anyway, so you never know. That's true. <laughs> That's to drink wine. So. He does. I love that song. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Leanne from Little Mix has signed with Warner. And while we're here, might as well say that I think um, Jade is in talks to sign with Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Um, and Perry was, I can't remember who it was with Perry. I'm not sure. But yeah, Jade is going to sign with Atlantic, hopefully. And Leanne signed with Warner. So hopefully that, um, out of all the girls, um, I know you like Perry, but who do you think really would like do well? Do you think they'll all do well like solo? Mm, you know, it's a weird one because I feel like I it depends what kind of music they decide to make. I don't know what any of them are going to go into do. Um, I can't assume that because Leanne is like half black, she'll go and start making R&B music. Um, and then, I don't know, Perry and Jade have like really wide vocal ranges so they could go on to do anything. But I would like to see like a pop R&B blend from both of them maybe more so from Jade but I feel like as you said Perry is to me like I enjoy her vocals the most out of the group so I believe she might be very very successful I think they're all going to be successful to be fair so yeah but um, I don't know but you, you've you been saying that Jade like will be the standout or you think people are saying that Jade is a standout or will be the standout in the group yeah I think so but it more so, like, for, like, the gay community, because I think she's so invested into the gay community, and I think she, if she decides to make songs, like, cater towards that, I think she'll really be, I think that's her, that would be her lane, maybe, mm. like, pop, like, pop songs that cater towards that, but, um, and I, and I, I can see um, uh, Perry to be more like, uh, who, who's a good comparison? Um, like, songs kind of like, um, I don't know, like Georgia Smith. Like, do you know those kind of songs that's not like, they're not like pop, pop songs, but they're like mm. kind of mid-tempo pop songs. Yeah. Which I can see for Perry. And I think Jade will be a bit more upbeat, but I honestly can't see what Leanne would do. I mean, her voice has improved massively, massive, massively. Like, she mm. actually like lay down those pipes now, but I just can't imagine, obviously, like you said, we can't, ima- we can't just say that she's going to do R&B because she's black. So I just can't imagine what kind of music she will go into. But I'm I'm excited anyway to see what they will do. Yeah, as individuals, it'll be nice to see what kind of music they put out. Um, I was literally just watching Perry sing cover Leanne, not Leanne, cover Celine Dion songs um, yesterday on Instagram. And she really, really has such a wide range. So mm-hmm. I can imagine her, like, doing a soundtrack for, I don't know, any kind of film and having a really nice ballad on there. But I'm definitely excited to see what they bring about as individuals. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, speaking of signees, um, Rita Ora has signed a deal with BMG. Yeah, and the thing is, <laughs> so I put this on the list because um, I just feel like Rita Ora's career has just been so like, uh, what's the word? Random. <laughs> Sporadic, random. <laughs> and so she started off like a, a, a singer. Um, and she actually had a slew of hits uh, around 2010, I believe. 12, no. 12, 11, yeah. 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 11, 12, yeah. Um, and then she kind of dipped her toes into, like, fashion and dipped her toes into, like, judging. And then she left X Factor, she went to The Voice, and then she was, like, um, she replaced Tyra Banks for one season on the Next Top Model. And then... <laughs> actually, she's the Masked Singer. She's a judge on the Masked Singer at the moment. Yeah, judging the Masked Singer, and she is always at, like, these fashion show events, and it's just like, girl, what are you actually doing? <laughs> like, what's your, <laughs> what what's your job, doing? <laughs> what's your what job, What are you doing? 
very uh, multifaceted. Like she does a she's done a bit of everything, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, her actually she had um hits as well. Um, around 2018, I think she did like really. She had, had like pop hit. I think it was your song. Yeah, I remember that song. Your song, yeah. And, and she had a song with Chris Brown as well. Buddy, oh, yeah, love that song. Um, so I think she's actually quite a good artist. So it's kind of interesting to see what she would do with this new record deal. But um, yeah, I don't even know much about BMG. I don't know if they're a good label or not. But um, I thought it's like, isn't it Sony? Isn't it part of Sony? Isn't everything a part of Sony? <laughs> <laughs> There's like three big labels. <laughs> I think they're, they're like Sony, Columbia, Sony, Sony, um, Warner, and Atlantic are the big three, I believe. So everything else comes underneath those three. So I think BMG, I'm associating it with Sony. In my head, I'm saying Sony BMG. I think that is a, it's like a branch of that. So um, she'll be in good hands, definitely. She was signed to Rock Nation before, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, but then I haven't heard, and then having Rihanna, and in my head, Azealia Banks called her. Rihanna's understudy, so um, yeah. I'll never forget that. And I think just from comparisons, it's difficult to have two artists that are similar quotation marks on the same roster. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's why she wasn't able to really branch into major global success. She was successful yeah. to a degree, but like you've got Rihanna on your label, and then you've got somebody who's their also focus, blonde. Their focus was definitely Rihanna. So. Of course, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're just interested to see how that goes anyway. But um, yeah, good luck to her. Yeah, good luck, good luck, good luck. Um, so Fantasia and Haley, Haley, you know, Halle Bailey, are gonna be in the new. Have you ever seen the Color Purple? I have. Yes. The original had Whoopi Goldberg and Whoopi. Um, I can't remember. Anyway, it had Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, Oprah. Yeah. In, and there's gonna be an adaption, a musical movie with Fantasia and Halle. Bailey. Why can't I say her name? I want to say Haley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that would be really good. Fantasia already played. Um, I think it was. I can't remember the name of the character, but anyway, she played it on um Broadway. On Broadway, and I've seen like I have her version of "I'm Here" on my phone, and I listened to it so many times. I loved it. So I think it's going to be such a good movie. Yeah. And I'm so glad to see like Hallie branching out to um, like like she's actually doing movies. I think. Because oh, actually, the thing is, this Little Mermaid movie is it ever coming out? <laughs> yeah, it will come out. It's definitely like it's coming out. You know, like films take long. Obviously, they've been speaking about it for a while, but like they take long to film films generally. So That's it's coming out soon. Sure, I'm sure. But I'm glad that she's going into this movie lane, which is yeah. it's nice to see something different um, from her sister. So yeah, I'm really excited to see that movie. To be honest, um, me yeah. too. Yeah, I'm happy for her. And um, Fantasia, as you said, like done Broadway, so she's definitely got the pipes to do Broadway songs. And, um, yeah, she's acted as well. She acted in her own biopic, by the way, like, years after she won American Idol. It wasn't too many years after. And I thought it was kind of cool that she was acting as herself in her own biopic, which was weird. And she also got a biopic really, really early on in her career. And she hadn't, like... Well, she'd done a lot, but obviously it was telling her story, like, before the fame and everything. I think she was definitely overshadowed by Jennifer Hudson. Even though she won the season, Jennifer Hudson just went on to do, like, bigger things. So I just feel like throughout her career like she's appreciated but i just feel like she's not as um appreciated as she should be because she has she actually has really good music and really good albums. yeah in terms of like what you're saying i get it i think i listen to more fantasia music than jennifer hudson but then jennifer hudson is an actress as well and like known for acting as well so like i know what you mean like from dream girls it kind of just means that she kind of was able to kind of you know branch out into the acting world and then she's obviously popular from that and obviously her voice as well and she's done other things like judged on the voice yeah. UK and whatnot so you're right yeah I feel you on that man I feel you um speaking of Hallie and her, her career she is now working on her solo music at the same time with her many many films and when you like added this to the list I was like oh okay and then like literally just yesterday I was looking on the internet and she was in the studio with John to Austin, Jermaine Dupree and Brian Michael Cox. And I just know that those songs are going to be anointed, very anointed, because those are three of like the best songwriters and producers on this earth ever. Like between them, I don't know how many hits and number ones they've written, but in that room alone, there's the production of 
Emancipation of Mimi. There's um, Be Without You by Mary J. Badge. There's We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. There's I Miss You by Aaliyah. Come Over by Aaliyah. I Don't Want to by Aaliyah. I'm just like, bruh, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, so do you think that she, you're going to say, whose music do you think you would prefer out of the sisters? The thing is, like, you know, it's difficult to compare because um, it's like Beyonce and Solange to me, essentially. They literally are, like, the same to me. Chloe's the Beyonce. She's the, you know, the R&B performer. She's, um, you know, powerful voice, etc. And then you've got Hallie, who's the, I guess, more alternative sister, like yeah. Solange too. That's true. So it just kind of depends. I think I like both Beyonce and Solange, and it just depends on my mood, what I want to listen to. So I think I will take in both of their projects equally and also try not to like judge and be like oh chloe sang this and Halle sang like this you know what i mean i think it's difficult because obviously they're both females but there will be different kind of content i think they'll definitely what? be compared but let's just try yeah. to because they're complete they're different they're in their different lanes and they're doing yeah. it but i do think it's very impressive that hey Halle's doing mu- music and movies at the As same well. time it's like yeah. he's really like dipping her toes and all the the thing so yeah do you think um you'll prefer anyone's music or do you prefer like any of them in the group and as a group do you have a favorite between them like do you like Hallie's voice more do you like Chloe's voice more I think their voices I like them like it's the same to be honest I think mm. they both can really sing so to me it's not really like a thing of whose voice do I prefer I think more, mm. more so it's more the kind of music that they decide to put out because I really liked um, Mercy by Chloe Mm. Obviously, that's like really obviously I don't see Hallie doing a song like that so she's probably going to do a bit more like I don't know like mid maybe mid-tempo R&B or yeah a little, little bit slower so and I do enjoy that as well so we'll just wait and see to 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 see how it goes but I'm really excited anyway to hear what it sounds like and I'm also excited to see what else Chloe drops because it's been a while yeah it, but, she's trying to drop that song and kind of disappeared it's giving yeah. money vibes oh no she's got that song with Gunner Oh, yeah, she works on... Oh, they're making a video if it's not really out yet. I'm sure it is now. I think it's but, out, yeah. but I haven't watched it. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's true. So she's still producing music. And it might be going out. We don't know yet. Mm. Yeah, we don't know about that yet, so we're not going <laughs> to comment on it. <laughs> but, yeah, so lastly and not least, Lee, is that word? <laughs> <laughs> um, Shen Sia and London Machak are apparently dating. They were seen together at the Super Bowl, I believe. Um, and I just think that whenever I see someone like a singer or artist, they in London on track, I just think, oh, they're just going to do some songs together and then they're going to break up and then that's it. Period. <laughs> 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 Bruh, she's Jamaican as well. Like, she has more sense. So she's seen all this nonsense that's going on with all his baby moms and Summer Walker. So if anything, just go and, you know, fuck for your tracks and then dip. Yes, please. and then leave, dip, dip out. <laughs> exactly. Go and get your songs and then leave. He's a great producer, so I understand it. Get your songs and then leave. Just make sure that he doesn't have all the rights to your music because he can stop you from releasing stuff. So, yes, please. Anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> Done deal. <laughs> it is what it is. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, let's add to the playlist. Uh, as you guys should know by now we have a playlist on spotify called the rated playlist and every week we add a new song not new yeah a new song but um we alternate between old school songs and new school songs or whatever we speak about an episode so i think today i'm gonna add the new school song and i'm gonna add need to know by doja cat because you know that song really has me by the on the yeah in the choke in the chokehold in a chokehold (laughs) If ever since it came out, I just that song has just been on repeat and I still love it. So, um, Need to Know by Miss Doja Cat and you. My own this week is going to be Come Over by The Faith Ever. Won't you come over? You I, love that song. <laughs> I have been banging this song. I've just been rotating between this song, Kelly Price, friend of mine, and other song. Time Machine by um, Money Long. <laughs> yeah, specifically for the end part. So, yeah. But this Faith Evans song is a banger that you put me onto. I used to hear it on samples of songs. Songs have sampled it. And I always used to think, what song is that? It sounds really good. But um, You know what my favourite bit of that song is? Sorry? You know what my favourite bit of that song is? What part? And she's like, I think it's towards the end. She's like, and she goes really deep. She's like, you know what? <laughs> 
<laughs> in a while and she says it so deeply i just love that bit i don't know why i love when artists go really deep really low in the songs in it but yeah but that's actually uh, yeah I, I, can't, I remember like hearing that song for the first time and i was just like what how did i not know about this song oh no that faith but... Evans, anyway i love her so much i'm so sad that i didn't go and see her when she came in 2018 because god knows when she'll come back to the uk so, yeah. never <laughs> <laughs> my regrets <laughs> So that brings us to the end of the podcast. I'm sad. Sadness. Tears. Um, if you guys um, want to support the podcast, I suggest that you follow the pod- uh, Rated Podcast on Instagram and also check out the Rated Playlist um, and also I'm at Olivade on Instagram if you want to follow me too. And I'm at Carl CNN. Give me a follow. I might follow back. Yes, 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 yes. And also just thank you for the support and Keep listening, keep streaming, keep sharing. We really appreciate it. We do. And we will speak at you next week. We will. Bye. Bye. Peace out.